pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning. Wimpy for three. Butter. Rob Thompson and Rudy J get you inside the San Antonio Spurs along with everything NBA. It's the Silver and Black Podcast with R&R in the Morning, part of the San Antonio Sports Star Podcast Network at sasportstar.com. Now, here are the guys. It's trade deadline. We should know something by 2 o'clock today. That's the deadline. I want to know everything. Yeah, the... Uh as is typical as for Spurs fans, you hope for something, and as you as expected, I don't think much will happen. I, I will be, you know, I'll be happy to see some kind of movement, and I, I do know for a fact that uh, Chetty Osman and, and Doug McDermott are prized quanti- you know quantities in for teams that are looking for playoffs uh, shooting, uh, but no imminent rumors have floated for the last couple of weeks, and that could be a good thing, knowing how the Spurs like to to operate behind the scenes last i saw last night i saw uh uh windhorse bring up um utah and golden state might be dealing uh, working for the kelly olenic deal andrew wiggins and clay thompson are, are certainly on the mark there do you buy that there's no way that that clay gets moved. oh i'm no i buy that clay's a shadow of himself this team is in you can't do that to him though i i think he would be happy to go uh and i'm not sure how much those guys like him he's just not what he was well duh but i mean the 76ers are expected to make a move or two i don't know how that would play into the spurs opportunity with joel and b down the pistons uh have alec burke and Bo on uh, Bogdanovich on the uh, on the shelf. I'm not sure if there's anything there. Miles Bridges, great baller. There's lots of off the field issues with him. Seems to be on the market with Charlotte. None of those seem to fit. Um, I, I'm trying to find something positive to talk about on a day when the rodeo road trip started out with a team a game where the you know they actually played for three quarters. Uh, I think Edwin t- said it best. He said they had their third quarter in the fourth quarter. And watch Jimmy Butler and and crew separate in the fourth and and just kind of take it away. Wimby didn't have a point a minute, but he, he uh got another uh, double double, which he's uh, far keep, and away. We keep the assist streak alive. They're twenty. Uh, let's uh see if we did. Let me pull up the box score. The, the I believe we did. The ten. Uh, the, the tension. There has to be at least twenty assists. That's when the world truly falls apart. When the Spurs fall below twenty assists in the game. Uh, we can continue the celebration. <laughs> Uh, we had 30 assists. Thank and, goodness. And another, yet another meaningless assist night as, uh. <laughs> Dude, they're so bad. And you know what's been interesting is people are walking by our table here and, you know, you're kind of loud. And, um, so they're kind of like, really? You, you know, y'all are, y'all are this down? Yes! I mean, like, I think the 30,000-foot perspective from people around, you know... Like, what are you upset about? Yeah, like, nationally or within the state is like, you're the Spurs, everything's fine. No! What, are you, like, I, I don't think anyone is paying proper attention. Or are we paying too much and expecting too much? <laughs> is really... Because I have found the sense around the country that they don't view the Spurs as underperforming. 
Well, I, you know, I think they view the Spurs as a little archaic, and I think they view the Spurs as interesting, but they don't look at them as an abject failure like we do, for whatever reason. And some of that, it's quite sad because the expectations were so low. Because I do think, on a national scale, when you take away the prism of your silver and black, they look at this team and go, "Yeah, what are you talking about? You don't have any talent. You guys think you're talented? You think that Devin Vassell is going to be the the second to well, to Wimby? You think we, we don't think John- that? I mean, well, I mean, the, the, the perception is Wimby's the only guy you got. I mean, what what you got ten wins? We're surprised you got that. Uh, that's really the feeling I get, and that's. The sense was, as we were told from a guy who's won more games than anybody else, that this was a team that was capable and expected to contend for a, a playoff seed. Now, granted, a play-in position or an eight seed, but contend at least up into April. Um, they didn't. They outside of San Antonio didn't get the message. Didn't care, which is didn't care. All they see is Wimby, and Wimby should be enough. That it's enough for them. But they don't have to watch us every night. We have to watch this. And we have, we've have we had to watch a consistent, inconsistent lineup. We've had to watch uh, selfish and lazy play. We've had to watch so much that inside the bubble, we're getting we're far more down the tracks than most of the country. And, and I, I don't like the fact that we are, are considered that. Like, oh, what are you upset about? That's the look. That, and you're going to have rookie of the year. Chet's only got like twelve double doubles. How he's gonna get it? So everybody, calm down. He's going to All Star Weekend. I was thinking about this because we had Andrew Perloff on yesterday, and he talked about how he had a bet for um, that if if Wemby does win Rookie of the Year, because he said he wasn't a believer. He thought he was going to be a bust and all this stuff. Um, that he's got to drive down to San Antonio from New York for what it's worth. I don't. He didn't say that. Just so everyone's clear. Um, what's your con- like? Are you down to maybe like ninety percent confidence that Wemby takes some rookie? Are you still like, oh, he's going to get it? Okay, so he was the first draft in that NBA's and that premier, what is it called, the uh, Rising Stars or whatever right, it is. Right. He was the uh, Pau Gasol's first draft. They released the draft order. Um, he is, he's running away with the with the statistical categories. The only thing he doesn't have is the W. But I think. That little argument has been put to bed over the last two weeks. As somebody, you know, th- those that like uh, Perloff. Per- well, I'm, it wasn't just Perloff. There's been others that have been throwing out uh, Chet Holmgren just to be the naysayer. But I think even that, even uh, Perloff was the perfect example. Like, yeah, I, I went all in on Chet. That's not even close. I mean, that's, I think, how most people are looking at it. So is the, there is that. But if he is that and Wimby is living up to everything we thought he was going to be, Shouldn't that be enough to be maybe 15 wins? I mean, we're worse than we were last year, and we got a guy better than anybody we've ever had. I I, I don't get It's a weird, you know, set of polar opposite factors and variables. Um, I do want to offer some some a sacrifice in the brigade. Uh, Brian says trade Devin and Keldon. But, but then Rudy Gonzalez says, I'm keeping Wendy. Jeremy Jones and I'd like to keep Osman. So no, 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 that is no advocation Rudolph, for Devin. Rudolph, man, no, no. So like, no, you're not. You don't want all of them. We don't even have to say Wemby's off the table. Like that's obviously. Yes. But so there's nobody. Like take whoever you want. Like I mean, I'm not attached to anybody at this point. Let me tell you, we have the myopia in Spurs. The the Spurs Twitterverse is outlandish right now. We have to be realists here. There is no there there on that roster. I think we have to stop letting go of like 
the idea that this is the next diamond in the rough. This is the next, you know, Manu. This is the next whatever. It's just not happening, man. It's just not. Now, Wimby will be paired in the Rising Stars with uh, on Team Powell. He'll be playing with Brandon Miller, Brandon Podzimski, uh, Jaime Jaquez. We saw him last night, Jabari Smith. Cason uh, Wallace. You know who Cason Wallace is? Tell us. His uh, brother was a longtime star at UTSA, uh, Keaton Wallace, uh, who's now a part of the FIBA 3-on-3 Team USA. Uh, and Bilal Koulibaly, Koulibaly uh, a former teammate of uh, uh, Wimby in France. Uh, Team Tamika will have Paolo Blanchero, Jaden Ivey, Jalen Duran, Keegan Murray, Scott Henderson, Keontae George, he formerly of Baylor in the Dallas region, and Dyson Daniels. Uh, Team Jalen will have Chet, Jalen Williams, Benedict Matherin, uh, Shaden Sharp, Derek Lively II, Jordan Hawkins, and Walker Kessler, he of, formerly of Auburn. Uh, team Detlef, Shrimp, Aizan Alamsa, Matas Budzelis, Ron Holland, uh, he of Plano, uh, Mac McClung, um, he was the dunk champion. Gets to come back. You know who's playing for the Osceola Magic. Uh, and uh, Tyler Smith of G League and Act. Oscar Chibwe and Alondis Williams. Oscar Chibwe made notoriety. Remember when he got the game ball for scoring his first NBA bucket uh, while the freak went out and got a triple-double, and they were a little upset that he didn't get to keep the ball. Uh, that's your Rising Stars challenge, and that will be our lone representative from the San Antonio Spurs roster. Ooh. So settle down, be happy. The trade deadline today is at 2 o'clock. We know the likely candidates. Uh, no rumors as we sit now as things are moving along, but you get the sense if there's an opportunity, they'll be there. What do you... I mean, I think my my probability meter on anything happening is below 50%, right? Like, I, I'd say I'm maybe 30% confident that the Spurs are involved in a move. Like, define, you know, it could be anything you want. I, and then living within that 30%, there's no way the Spurs are trading for anyone. I think that they're moving away from someone if they make a move of any kind. And I think Chetty Osman is the most likely candidate in that sense. I don't think they're moving. As much as we're saying, like, oh, these guys are available, and nobody's trading for Jeremy or Devin or Trey Jones right now. It's just not kind of the way this this would unfold in, in this specific moment. Well, a blockbuster I don't think is imminent. I think we can feel comfortable. Uh, Usher's doing halftime for the Super Bowl. For the NBA All-Star Game, we'll have uh, Jennifer Hudson. What's your favorite Jennifer Hudson song? I See, I don't know. I've seen her do Broadway stuff, but I don't know. Uh, She's got some pipes. Yeah, I, I watched her win uh, the, the music show. The uh, What was the... Uh, I don't think... I really yeah, don't she know. won something. She was like uh, the Simon Cowell one. America's got... Yeah, there was another one. It might not be that. Um, There's a... Uh, stand-up of Usher over there, a cardboard. I know. I feel the need to take a picture with him at some point coming up. The uh, Spurs get busy again tonight. They get Orlando. Uh, they uh, laid an egg last time we played against Orlando. Orlando's a big basketball team, a tall basketball team, and Paolo Blanchero Paolo. Uh, showed off last time. I think the Spurs played in a, a situation against Miami. They did exactly what I thought they would do. They were crisp for three quarters. Uh, it wasn't uh, lack of effort there for a while, but again, the inability to hold things together is just another symptom of what's going to be an ongoing disease all season long.